Yo! What is it? What's, what's the deal? Yo, what up? What's poppin', man? It's your man, Dean Edwards. We are back in the building. In the, in the building. In the Father Market building. I'm sorry. I got a little little too excited. And for that, I do apologize. I don't apologize. Shoot. Y'all know what it is. Welcome to the Father Market Protocol. Once again, it's on. Uh, bring in the horns or the music or whatever you'd like to call it. Hey, man. Miss Jow. Hope all is well. Uh, little, little surprise with all of you, uh, because, uh, last week, um, you know, it's funny, so here's what's funny, when, uh, when I had my boy Sid, my boy Sidney Castillo, Sidney Castillo, uh, was, was my guest on last week's episode, and Sidney very proudly, uh, says to me after taking the reins, because my man Royale and I, uh, miscommunicated and Sydney stepped in and Sydney was like, you know, this is probably going to be the uh, the highest rated episode you ever had. <laughs> Yo, Sid, um, I think it was a fabulous episode, but for whatever reason, um, people didn't respond to you. So, so peeps, so I think the, we posted the episode on <laughs> we posted the episode on Monday and usually by you know like first day numbers i usually have at least a, a hundred and some change people that listen right so if i average between three and four hundred a week um per episode and the last couple of episodes have, have have been diminishing returns are y'all trying to say y'all don't like me anymore y'all y'all don't like a brother did i did i do something wrong did i did i piss you off did i uh was it me saying Saying bringing the bring bring the music in now or something. Nah. Um, so anyway, on Tuesday, I I go to uh to check. Oh no, you know what? I go to repost about it, and it's and it says that six people have listened. <laughs> so hold up. So it says six people have listened to the episode, and. I'm like, oh, you know what? I probably, when I first posted the episode, I left the window open. So here, you know what? Let me let me click refresh. That's what it is. I got to click refresh because it still has the numbers from yesterday, yesterday's whistled. So I click refresh and it still says six. And, and I have a nasty laugh. I, I sometimes can't stand. Um... And I, I'm maybe 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 people were offended with the uh, laugh. I anyway for anyone that didn't listen to last week's episode, go listen to uh, the episode so Sydney's ego is not crushed. Yo, Dean, yo, how how come um more people? You told me that more people listen to your <laughs> to your show. I was like, they did, they do, they normally do, Sydney. Uh, then I told them it's probably best not to look at um. Ian's numbers, especially Greer's numbers, because uh, a lot of people liked Greer's episode, I guess. Um, but you know, you n- you never know. You never know what goes on and what makes people uh, listen. You know, maybe I should maybe I should have given the episode a different title. You know, that that could have been. Maybe maybe your name was too long and confusing. Sidney Castillo. Sidney said that people always call him Castillo. Or Castillo, 
Um, anyway, I thought it was a great episode, and we will. I'll I'll be having um for anyone that's a a fan of Royale Watkins, I will be uh getting my boy Royale on on the show within probably in the next month or so. Um, uh, because he's he's a talented individual that you all should know about. Hmm? Uh, what's what's been going on in the world? Um, have any Negroes been shot uh, lately by uh, police officials? Any anything? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? Uh, not this week. <laughs> not this week. But oh, quick shout out to uh, to the network. All things comedy. As as always, man, we uh we appreciate and love you guys. Keep doing what you do. Sponsoring mine and many other uh great uh comedians pods of cast. Our cast day pods. Uh make sure make sure you check out for those that don't know, make sure you go and check out allthingscomedy.com and, and the numerous comics that have podcasts rocking out on the network. Um, because there are a lot of very talented individuals that have something to say, hmm? like such as myself. And big shout out to all the fam. Any for any new listeners? For the one new listener we have this week. Um, oh, quick shout out for the one listener. I gotta learn how to finish my thought. I'm 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 working on that. People, please bear with me. I'm sorry. Um, for the uh, one new listener, I want you all to know. Um, A, thanks for listening. B, uh, we don't call people fans round, round cheer, round these parts. I don't call people fans because cause the root word to fan or, or the full word, I should say, is fanatic. And I don't want no fanatics. Uh, y'all, all, I got love for y'all. Y'all got love for me. So you're fam. F-A-M as in Mary. Family. Your family. Or family, as Bruce Lee would say. Uh, you have insulted my family, and you have insulted a Shaolin temple. Um, Enter the Dragon, 19, what was that, 1970, 70, is that 74? 74? Hmm? 74, 76? Hmm, I'll have to check that. Um, oh, so, uh, I was, I was going to say, see, that's, see, and this is why, this is why y'all need to just, uh, stop riding me about my, my short attention span. Because I had a thought, and it was right there, and now it's gone forever. Or at least until I remember it, and then I just inter interrupt whatever I'm saying and and cut to the chase. Yeah. So um so what's uh what's going on? In the uh in the midst of uh of of changes, um possible uh changes on the team. I will keep you all posted as uh as we as as these changes uh, develop, um, but in the meantime, um, you know I'm 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 excited. You know what? People don't leave representation now. I just got new representation, um, so I I don't know if I de necessarily would uh, change up uh, my other representation. But we shall see. We'll see how I feel. You know, because here's the thing. You know, sometimes the writing's on the wall. People sometimes sometimes. Ch change is apparent. Change is necessary. And uh, I, for one, got to say, um, you know, sometimes a relationship, as with any relationship, sometimes it, it um, goes past uh, its past due date. 
So I'll keep y'all posted on that. I just just shot some new new uh new headshots. Actually excited about that. Here's what's crazy. I posted now. Here's what's great. I recorded um, video of the shoot specifically for my um, my my fan page on FB on Fuba. Uh, my uh, football now keep in mind because people like well if, if we're not if we're not fanatics why do you have a fan a fan page hey if they had a fam as a mary a family page i i prefer calling it that but you know i it's, i'm not mark zuckerberg so a fan page it is um anywho i recorded a video of the photo shoot um for my my fb fan page at I am Dean Edwards that if you don't um don't follow the fan page uh go click like right now <laughs> you see what I just did right there do that um yeah cuz cuz I I want to start dropping like exclusive videos and such just for the fan page so I'll start doing that um but the the video got erased I have no idea what happened darn it with this technology because I, I actually, I, I was all proud of myself because, you know, sometimes it, uh, <laughs> sometimes you, you lack the initiative. And so I was very proud of myself. I felt like I was talking to my children and wound up having what was necessary without having someone leaning over my shoulder saying, Dean, you gotta do this. You gotta do it. I did it on my own. I, I thought I emailed it to my publicist. Mia, and I looked this morning and realized that I still had not click send, and then the video attachment was gone, and I couldn't find it by phone. So no, uh, no behind the scenes for the photo shoot, uh, but you still go and uh, like the the page anyway, <laughs> and follow me on all things, uh, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at I A M is in Mary. I am Dean Edwards because that's who I am. Um, but yeah, the photo shoot I was uh, I was excited about. Um, there's there's a really talented photographer that shoots all of the headshots that that adorn the walls of Gotham Comedy Club. Specifically, he also shoots for um, for the Improv Comedy Club as well, which I believe Gotham and Improv are. Um, are sort of partners gotham is sort of it's it's its own club but it also operates under the uh i think levity entertainment group uh umbrella um so comics that might be repped by the people that own gotham are are also uh recognized under levity's uh management company something like that anyway that's not important to the story i just feel like sharing some information for those that didn't know um, because you, you might notice that there are comics that work, say, Gotham, headline a bunch of improvs nationwide, and then when they come to the city, come to New York City, they don't headline Caroline's, they headline Gotham, which I think is interesting and should be noted. Um, so anyway, uh, there's this cat, Dan Dion, talented photographer, look him up! Look him up. He's very, he's very talented. Uh, Dan Dion. I, I did. I, I don't know if I met him or if I saw his. 
his work back. It might have been the first time I went to um, to Montreal Comedy Festival, the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. Uh, but I know I definitely was aware of his work uh, by the time I went back five years later. And like I said, he has pictures that have been hanging in Gotham's uh, comedy club for, for years. Now, the standard practice for most comedy clubs is to have headshots of, you know, all the comics that come through, all the comics that might have started there. So, say, for instance, back in the days, the uh, the Boston Comedy Club. I, I remember I wanted my face on the wall of Boston Comedy Club for years, son. You hear me? I... Uh, because you know what it was everybody and their mother had their picture up there and and what i noticed about boston comedy club in comparison to a lot of the other clubs uh in new york city um boston or not not just new york city actually nationwide at that point when i would go out of town i i noticed boston comedy club had a decent amount of black comics on the wall as well and for new young comic like myself that meant a lot to me because in my mind i thought you know what at least the uh funny is being recognized not and not only funny is being recognized but it shows that this club is catering to a wide demographic and not just one type of comic or one type of uh demographic now there there were other clubs not not to uh not to say that Boston was exclusively the only club that had black comics or latino comics or uh, I'm trying to I want to say arab comics but I don't know if I I knew of any arab comics back then and and back in the days, I think if you were a comic of Arab descent, we probably just decided you were Puerto Rican. <laughs> you were just Latino, you know, for, for whatever reason. Um, because I and, and some people say, well, that's ignorant. Yeah, it was ignorant. We were young and dumb, you know. Um, but I think, you know what? The comic strip, comic strip live up on 2nd Avenue, comic strip was the only other club that I recall going into back in the days where you would see uh, black comics um, that that were on the wall. But they, but they were also stars. I mean, you know, I think like a picture of maybe like Eddie Murphy and, and the, the gold or platinum uh, Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack and Chris Rock, because Rock started there, and then maybe... Uh, Maybe Rondell Sheridan, uh, 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 Arsenio. You know, you saw the guys that were on the wall. They were all stars, you know. And then, but then you also saw up and coming newer comics, and the majority of them were were white comics. And and Lucian, who God bless the dead, Lucian Hold, who booked the, booked the club. Actually, he he had no problem saying, you know, we already have we have. Um, we already have Keith Robinson. We already have uh, Wally Collins. Friends of mine, good comics. But there was a, back then a lot of clubs had their their Negro quota. 
<laughs> they had their Negro quota. They had their Latino quota. So like Angel Salazar might have been on the wall. Uh, maybe was Rod Reyes. I don't know if Rod Reyes was on the wall at the strip. But I know maybe Salazar. Uh, it's a damn shame, right? That that I, I'm racking my brain to think of what Latino comics might have been on the wall. Um, Rick Aviles, maybe an old headshot of Rick Aviles. He had passed by the time I had started going there, I think, uh, in, the, in, the, in the mid-90s. But Boston Comedy Club, they definitely had a... Uh, they had every... Not only did they have everyone represented... Uh, but they also, um, they had guys that, like my peers, you know, so, you know, I, I would see pictures of uh, Ian Edwards on the wall, or, or Talent, or Gerald Kelly, because they had their urban night, you know, they, they had uh, Sunday night was, was the hot room in New York City, was, or one of the main rooms, um, the only mainstream club, I guess, that had an urban night showcase that was popping was Boston Comedy Club back in the days and um and so you had everybody anytime anytime they were taping Dev Comedy Jam that was one of the stops everyone would stop there on Sunday night you would go to uh Monty's Crib uh Uptown which was uh in the National Black Theater that sort of uh slid into position when Uptown Comedy Club had closed before they had reopened and you would you would go up to Monty's crib, wait to get on, and then you would shoot down to the village, to Boston. That was our Sunday night. We get there early. You you go to Monty's crib early. Uh, maybe have a little workshop. We would talk. We would talk shop with other comics. Monty might uh, Monty might you know offer words of wisdom to to the newer comics. Monteria Ivy, God bless the dead. Um, Monty was a good dude. Uh, and, uh, and you'd wait to get on late. <laughs> this is back when, <laughs> this is back when Capone, Capone used to, yo, Capone the gangster comedy. <laughs> I didn't forget about the headshots either. I want y'all to know that. Uh, Capone used to get on stage. <laughs> so you can never really forget. We, in order to know where we're going, we must know where we first were. So Capone used to, he used to lay me out too. Capone used to come on stage in, in a thong, in a thong, right? The gangster comedy would come on stage in, in this, like, stripper outfit in a thong. And Capone, he had the, I used to be muscular, but now I'm a little heavier body. But then he had another dude that was even bigger than him that was fat that made him look less fat. <laughs> and then there was a skinny chick with a there was a skinny young lady with a with a droopy thong and a big chick with a with a thong horse. and it was it was just weird it was weird I don't even know why that popped into my head but um yeah that that was Monty's crib and you see like Capone and Cool Herm and Mike Epps uh uh Will Talent Fig uh Sink Toothless, the toothless lover. He told the tooth, the whole tooth, and nothing but the tooth. Uh, oh, and you know what? Uh, special rest in peace, man, to another guy you used to see up there. My man Jameek, um used to be up there as well. But um, 
is this other cat, real, real cool dude, man. My boy Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear, um, he 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 had been dealing with cancer. He just passed away uh this past Friday. And uh, you know, uh, he was he was a funny dude. I don't know if he, I don't I don't even know if he, he had any T V looks, which is unfortunate. You know, unfortunately, especially in the era of social media, um people equate fame with success and with i guess how talented you are which anyone that's you know worked in any industry knows that's not always the case you know i know i know a gang of dudes i'm never good you'll never hear me say i know this one dude way funnier than me but he, he's not a comedian but i i know a lot of dudes that that are just naturally funny man you just see them in the barbershop or wherever you know you came up with them and uh but Sugar Bear was a stand-up comic, man. He's, you know, his spirit's still a stand-up comic. You know, he's 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 making God laugh now. That's what people always say, right? <laughs> he's up there making making our our creator laugh. Um, but uh, yo, he was he was a funny. He was a really funny cat. If you can, you know, type in Sugar Bear on YouTube and see if you get more than the. Uh, then the cartoon character for the serial Sugar Sugar Crispug, uh, the bear. But um, Sugar Bear, big dude with a big heart. And I remember Sugar Bear and I, we did. He looked out. I remember we did a show. I want to say it was myself. Uh, Uptown Kevin Brown from Uptown Comedy Club. Mike Epps, maybe Jimmy Martinez, Sugar Bear, maybe Jameek. We went up to do, uh, I think it was SUNY Brockport. <laughs> it's years ago, man. This, this, these are the broke years that you've heard me refer to in the past. We, um, we drove up to do this college gig. And, I mean, and Brockport is five, five and a half hours away from New York City, right? So we we go up, we knock out the show, everybody does their thing, runs their leg of the race, kills it, and then we get back to uh to Harlem and I'm at this point I'm living probably in am I living in Brooklyn or the Bronx? I think I'm living in Brooklyn by this point. But it's so late. That is going to take me another hour plus, hour, hour and a half to get back to Brooklyn. So Sugar Bear let me crash at his, uh, he didn't even have a have an apartment. He had a room. He rented a room. And he let me, uh, he let me crash at his crib that night. I always thought, I was like, oh, that was, you know, that's my brother. I appreciate that. So, um, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's, it's unfortunate because... One of the good ones is gone, gone too soon, and uh, you know, appreciate your your local comedians, man. You know, uh, so rest in peace to Sugar Bear, man. Definitely. Um, so back to my original point as far as the headshots. Weren't a lot of places where you saw brothers, but you would go uptown, do Monty's crib, come downtown do Boston Comedy Club or at least just hang out at Boston Comedy Club and you you saw, you know, the comics 
that were doing the urban nights, you saw their headshots up in Boston Comedy Club, and that it just it it, it meant something to be able to look on the wall and see or the walls and see yourself represented, if not exactly by seeing your own face, seeing your peers, seeing people of color that on the walls, adorn the walls, and that 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 means something. You know, you have you have children. People don't understand sometimes that uh like I remember my mom's used to make sure that my my daughter that my daughter that my sister had uh you know, dolls of of various colors, but specifically she wanted to make sure that she had black dolls. She she's waited outside for hours to get a black Cabbage Patch doll back in the day uh, because she wanted her daughter to to see herself represented. And that's, you know, it's important. So that's why I uh, I have respect for Boston Comedy Club and Barry Katz who ran the club because he made sure that the walls reflected all of the comics that work there, not just one type or one race of comics that were on the walls. Um, so, uh, Dan Dion, I found out he was going to be shooting in L.A. while I was in L.A. And we hooked up and made it work, man. We got some, we got some really good shots. I was very happy. Very happy, very proud that we could, uh, how shall I say, that we could find a synergy, <laughs> a synergy to make some, some dope artwork. And when I get the pictures, uh, you know, I'll definitely post a couple and let y'all see them, see what y'all think of them. But um, I think you all will be impressed with dude's work. You can go look him up, dandion.com, for yourself to uh, take a gander, <laughs> take a gander at his work. I think you will be pleasantly surprised. My man Hugh Moore even squeezed in a couple of shots. Hugh, he was hanging out with me, so we we uh, <laughs> he took Dan insisted since we both had on Yankee fitteds. Dan wanted to make sure. That humor was represented in those photos as well. Um, I didn't realize I haven't done new headshots since, um, I want to say 2008. Damn. It's a long time, son. Now, the, the reason I realized recently how long it was is because, uh, another comic, Flip Schultz, he, uh, he was talking about how he does new headshots every two years. I was like, oh, well, I don't. <laughs> I, um, I do them when the look changes. I cut my hair, so I guess I got to get some new headshots. Because, honestly, I rocked the afro for so long, and I think not drinking or smoking helped my face maintain much of the elasticity that was already there. Scooby, for the for the last you know six or seven years. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it, people. You know, 
what I mean? <laughs> oh, yo. Saw the Avengers Age of Ultron. Does anybody not like this movie? I always, I always find there's some, like, sci-fi or comic book nerds that go see such movies and then they have their criticism and critique of them. And, you know, it just... Um, it, it, it didn't make sense that Tony Stark had, uh, you know, Hulk fighting Iron Man waiting in outer space. Listen, people, um, if you don't get it by now, you're not going to get it. But remember, this is a comic book that was turned into a movie. It's not real life, people. This is not real life. This is a movie. A movie. You know, I gotta go catch some more uh, Brian Regan. I have some of his stuff on DVD. And uh, even on audio CD. But Brian Regan's one of my favorite comedians. I think he's the bee's knees. Who says that? Whoever said that? The bee's knees? Really, people? Is that what is that what the kids are saying nowadays? Um uh, uh, Oh you know what? For those that don't know, getting back on the ship. It's time to get back on the ship. Uh to determine um what we'll do for the next couple of weeks. Gonna get a lot of writing done. I already told myself I'm getting a lot of writing done. No if ands, buts, or maybe, son. I'm getting my writing on. Somebody's got to do it, so why not me? Um, and actually, it's funny. Part of me is looking forward to re- returning to uh, the cruise ship, just because I met some great people on those on those cruises. So, looking forward to see them. I think, if memory is telling me correctly, I think my boy Frank Townsend out of Chicago is uh, is on the ship. He'll be on the ship when I get on the ship, which is cool. It's always good getting on and getting to rock out with your boys, with your people. Mark Vera. And Mark gets off when I get on, so we won't get to toss it up on this particular trip, but... I'm sure we'll toss it up another time. And um Yeah, man, I'm 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 looking forward to it. Oh and my boy uh I think his name is Dale. Dale? Dale, I think, is back on the ship too. He and I met last fall. He and his wife were were on the ship together. We all hung out. So that was cool. Um, yeah, man. Hey. Just looking forward to Getting back, seeing what's changed, what's different. From what I understand, uh, we don't have the same access to all of the restaurants. I sound really greedy right now. <laughs> I sound, I sound very, very greedy right now. Gotta understand, I'm real hungry. It's incredible, baby, baby. That's right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That was. That were my impression of the notorious Biggie Smalls, a.k.a. Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. Frank White. What?
Uh, I'm really all over the place on this particular uh, episode of the episode. Who y'all rooting for? Y'all got Cleveland. Y'all got uh, Golden State. Y'all have Memphis. There are a fair amount of uh, games and some pretty good teams in the playoffs. I don't really have my teams are going. The Lakers ain't in it. The Knicks ain't in it. And the Barclays is a wrap. So realistically speaking, I could give a rat's assage who wins the NBA championship. I watch some of the games. I've been watching some of the games. But all my teams are pretty much out of it. Uh, they need to rebuild. <laughs> they need to capitalize on having early round draft picks in the NBA draft pick, which I just realized the NFL draft is uh, going on and takes place a little shorter than the NBA one, you know. So it'll be interesting. Playoffs are popping off. Uh, I watched a couple of games. And it's fun and, uh, might I, dare I say, exciting, perhaps. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? You know what? Mm-hmm. Yo, so, peep, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Because I always am with, with my fam. Something just happened. <laughs> Pull back the curtain on y'all. Something just happened with uh with my edit of uh of my episode, <laughs> and I just I just d- deleted like twenty five minutes. I was uh I don't even know what I, I think I pressed the wrong button. I'm actually I'm smiling, but I'm actually crying inside. I'm actually very pissed. Because I was big. So I edited on GarageBand, man. It's a simple process. And I spliced the track. And, um, and in splicing, I cut and then deleted. I'm actually real pissed. And what, what makes it worse is didn't realize... It until after the fact because I was editing and then I go to listen and I listen and I'm like wait that the I didn't end this episode there <laughs> I, I I I had more things to say and, and uh yeah man so I'm um I'm actually uh quite annoyed quite annoyed indeed with with that just happening um, damn, damn it, I'm actually really pissed, um, <laughs> holy sh- oh man, that sucks, uh, cause I had a bunch of, not reviews, but opinions on some, anyway, to rehash some of the things that I addressed, I addressed the fact that they're remaking all of these classic movies from Poltergeist to Mad Max. And I, for one, look, 
Let's be honest, shall we? When it comes to Craig T. Nelson and Joe Beth Williams, see, I said it properly. You can't, you can't, you can't recreate chemistry like that, man. Poltergeist still holds up. I remember Poltergeist had me shook. We had a big tree outside my bedroom window, and uh, anyone that is familiar with the original. Spielberg poltergeist uh, knows that that tree was pretty scary. The only thing scarier than the tree in that movie was the was the stuffed animal, the stuffed clown under under the son's bed. Uh, quite scary. So someone said, "You know what? How can we scare people from wanting toy clowns?" Again, it's been 30 years. Let's redo it. And don't get me started on Mad Max Fury Road. Now, I actually I'm, I, I really admire Tom Hardy as an actor. Uh, and he, uh, and we, most people are familiar with him as Bane in the Batman trilogy. I was born in it. <laughs> but uh, Tom Hardy... He actually is in this great movie, Warrior, about these two MMA fighters that are brothers that turn out to be brothers. Enjoyed this movie a lot. Mad Max Fury Road, even with the gorgeous Charlize Theron, I am not pressed to have any parts of this movie. You know what? That's a movie I probably, if I see it, if I watch it, it will be either on cable or maybe on regular TV, or if I'm on the road, if I happen to be on the road and it's playing, then if I have nothing else to do, I'll go see this movie. But I'm not pressed. Uh, your boy, The Rock, my boy, Dwayne Johnson, um, I dig his transition from wrestler to leading man to action hero. San Andreas, eh. Not so much. I can appreciate a good disaster flick. I can appreciate you destroying all the landmarks in Hollywood. Well, all worldwide landmarks that Hollywood loves destroying. Um, I appreciate it, but, you know, disaster movies like this. Anytime I see a disaster movie trailer and the hero is flying and or driving and or somehow traveling into the belly of the beast, the heart of the storm, the eye of the twister to save someone. I suspend disbelief, but then there's a point I'm like, man, I don't, I'm not caring about this foolishness, you know? And that's kind of how I feel about this movie. I don't care. I I really don't. I love watching rock, um, but eh, probably not gonna go waste my time to go see this movie. I now you know what I am looking forward to seeing. I am Big Bird, the Carol Spiney story, or is it Spinny? I'll go with Spinny, cause Spiney would be one end, right? Um, this is about the guy that spent forty five years playing Big Bird. Huh? Anyone? Any? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> um, I'm out.
I'm looking forward to seeing this because it's an interesting story to be behind a mask for 45 years. Um, they did they did this movie a couple of years ago about Elbow. But then Elbow's uh, creator got into some trouble with the law, so I guess it's only right to go back to the beginning and focus on Big Bird. Gonna put it on you. Put it on you. I really am being silly. Oh, and they're making a Ted too. Realistically, you can't repeat the success of Ted One. Let's say that's not to say they can't, but it's rare that uh that they'll get it right. maybe Ted Two will be Ted Ted's Empire. Who knows? Anyway, all all this to say, man, uh, I tried recapturing and recreating the hard drive. Not the hard drive, but the the files that I just um, just deleted. So, no, it's not 25 minutes I just re-recorded, but I did fill you all in. So, I hope that appeases you. As always, wish me, uh, you know, wish me well with the edit that I don't delete anything incorrectly again. And follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at IMDNebbers. On Facebook, the fan page is at IMDEANEDWARDS. Uh, Got my man uh, Flip Schultz. We're, we're cutting out, but I got my man Flip Schultz on deck. He's going to be on the next episode. Funny dude. Funny improv slash stand-up comic. Um, does a great job incorporating his improv skills to stand-up, and he always ends with a song, which I think is interesting. Um, he's going to be my next guest on the Fun Mucker Protocol next week, man. Love to have him on. Love to, uh, we, we can climb, <laughs> I'm trying to think of things flipping I can do, we can, we can climb the steps back and forth and then go down the steps, cause the doors were closed on the ship on this trip, it was hard getting access into some of the areas, but that's neither here nor there, it's still the sun is out and it's blazing, that's a beautiful thing, so uh, yo, We'll scream at y'all real soon. Please leave a comment. I don't need your smart responses as far as this episode being short. Because like I said, it would probably be another 50, yeah, 50 years. Maybe a few less for us to get something good. So y'all, I think think y'all are going to enjoy Dean Edwards, follow me at I am Dean Edwards. Why? Because that's who I am. And uh, yo, we'll scream at y'all real soon, alright? You all be well. Welcome to the summer. Welcome to the busy season. Welcome to hell. I'm sorry that we added myself. Dean Edwards, two fingers, busy. <laughs>